All right, boss, tell them what we're going to tell them about. Hello, and welcome to Messages and Methods. I am your host and podcaster with the most, Shelly Carney. Today we'll be sharing all about our She Podcast Live conference event that we attended and all the pictures and all the people that we saw and met and all that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. And I'm Toby Eunice, your technical director for today. And also you'll note that I am the photographer for the She Podcast event. We had a great time. We're going to tell you all about well, it. our photographer. <laughs> Not their photographer. They had another I don't know. They might have had another photographer there, but I ended up taking a lot of photos. Including well, sure. That group shot. Well, that's true. Can't help but use the best when you've got when the rest aren't there <laughs> i don't know there's probably some saying like that you, you ready to go you were helpful yes i was helpful yes We're going to go straight to presentation here. All right, because it's just chitter chat anyway. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Uh, so, travel log. Why'd you call it a travel log? Because a travel log is a description of a trip that you have taken. Oh, I see. Now, ours is very specific in the sense that we're not going to be talking about Scottsdale, Arizona. Not really. No. Uh, we're going to be talking about She Podcast Live. So, tell them what She Podcast Live is, is and all about. Well, She Podcast is a podcast that. Uh, we listen to, hosted by a couple of wonderful ladies, and they have built a community of women podcasters and non-binary podcasters, and uh, they brought everybody together into a conference at Scottsdale, and you could et attend either in person or live, uh, or virtual, I should say, mm. um, and they had a hybrid event, which I think went really well. Um, we haven't seen the videos yet, but um, they are processing them, and they'll get those to us shortly. Um, and I went along. Now, I do want to point out that uh, when this all started, because we were looking for a vacation spot that helped us accomplish, you know, supported our mission of podcasting and live streaming. And I found this one, and it happened to be in Scottsdale, Arizona, which makes it within driving distance for us. Um, but I thought, since it was called She Podcast, uh, actually, I think what I did is I called Shelly first and said, I found a conference for you called She Podcast. Shelly said, I don't want to go alone. So, um, we were going before we registered. I actually contacted them and asked if they had any problem with me attending since I don't qualify as a she. I'm a him, he, him. Uh, and they said, absolutely, there was no problem with it. Now, it turns out that there were other gentlemen there representing because there was a trade show associated with it. So there were other gentlemen there that had, you know, badges that let him in. We went ahead and purchased the VIP tickets, VIP tickets, which gave us some extra benefits. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun in that respect. But we did have permission for me to attend. So I went along. But I made it a point to kind of stay in the background, let Shelly be the lead on everything. And uh, you'll see in the pictures, as a matter of fact, uh, Shelly just mentioned, I'm not in any of the pictures and I didn't think of it uh, then, but I kind of felt <laughs> like my job was uh, to support her and make sure uh, we accomplished our mission. So, And if you attended either live or virtually, make sure you let us know in the chat. 
So um, we, uh, as I said, we did uh, register and uh, we got there. And unfortunately, they had lost my uh, my identification tab. Uh, so they had it later in uh, later the next day, early the next day. We were there early on Thursday. There was only one event on Thursday, and it was a party. So they let me into that, and then I picked it up at the desk uh, the next day. Uh, but I thought it was interesting that the only guy didn't find his, I thought maybe somebody took my badge and was just pretending to be me. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. They had a lot of indicators like you were, whether you were an introvert or extrovert, Shelly's the introvert, I'm the extrovert. You can choose to put buttons on your, um, lanyard if you want. You didn't have to, but uh, those are the ones that we chose. And the pink one that you see Toby wrote coach on, you could uh, write whatever you wanted on a button if you wanted to indicate something about yourself. And the lanyards meant something too. The lanyards, they had green ones, yellow ones, and red ones. And you got to choose if you were okay with people coming up to you and hugging you and talking to you and, uh, Yellow was more of a, you know, um, let's feel this out. Let's, you know, you know, start off further apart than, than if you're wearing the green. And then red was just like, leave me alone. <laughs> and the green one, I, I took the green one because I figured, well, it's me and 600 women. Why not get hugs? You know, what can you do? <laughs> so I took yellow. <laughs> now, the, uh, the, um, the lanyards were a good idea. They were very good with their, uh, in terms of uh, coronavirus protections, they asked us either to uh, have our vaccination cards with us or uh, proof of a recent test. Uh, and then about a week before the show, they figured out how to have us upload, scan and upload our vaccination cards. So uh, no one was allowed into the live event if they didn't have either uh, completed their vaccination protocol or if they hadn't had a test within the previous, I think it was 48 hours. Something like that. Uh, like that. And I don't think it was a problem with anybody. Uh, and those for those that didn't want to, they got the reduced ticket uh, and they attended virtually because all the events were uh, available virtual. So it was, it was well thought out. We, you know, after uh, the arrival of the Delta virus, uh, we thought, we've actually reconsidered, but then they started putting things into place. And, you know, we knew we had to be safe, wear our masks when we were indoors, which we did and uh, protect ourselves. And uh, they were doing a good job, I think, of making sure that everybody else was protected as well. Mm -hmm. So the event was organized and hosted by Jessica Kupferman and Elsie Escobar of She Podcasts. And uh, they were, always around. If you wanted to go up and talk to them, you could. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing my She Podcast Live shirt. Which she couldn't wear I it today. was going to wear, but as you can tell, me, uh, the me, green screen, screen kind of uh, <laughs> makes it invisible. So yeah, I got a t-shirt, but uh, the, the color just didn't quite work. So I wore my Libsyn podcaster, hashtag podcaster shirt. I want to talk about that in just a bit. Yeah. Uh, so that's um, Elsie and Jessica. And uh, they do have a podcast I'm going to show in just a minute. But I think one of the cool things that I found at the event, that Elsie is a member of the uh, Podcasters Hall of Fame. That's mm -hmm. how long she's been doing it. And you, uh, uh, you've heard us talk in the past about our friend, uh, about our friend Grant Bacocho. Bacocho. Oh, I knew it was going to blow it. Tell, us, tell them about Grant and Elsie. 
All right. Well, Grant is a longtime friend of mine, and he's been podcasting since 2004. Uh, he started off with something called the uh, Dr. Floyd Radio Show, which if you'd like to learn more about Grant, we have his interview up on our uh, the podcasting and live streaming channel. Uh, you can go there and check it out. And uh, he let me know when I told him I was going to this conference that he also knows Elsie and their friends from long ago, you know, Long ago, they met and became friends because they were both podcasting back in the early days, 2006, 2004, 5, 6, uh, on, on and on. And uh, Elsie told me a little bit more about her history as a podcaster in her interview that we did. So uh, it was kind of cool because I could walk up to her and say, we have a mutual friend and uh, and that it was Grant and she was... Oh, great. You know, uh, <laughs> Grant had out actually let her know that yeah, you were coming. Let, so. He let both of us know yeah, that, yeah. that he kind of introduced us virtually because he wasn't there, of course. Now, I did start my first podcast in 2006, but I'm not in the Podcasters Hall of Fame yet. That's not a complaint. So they do have a. You're not showing it. Oh, okay. Thank you. So uh, they do host their own podcast called She Podcast. You can find it on all the major platforms. Uh, this is uh, on Apple. This was the most, uh, uh, it, this is up to date. And as you can see, the most recent one as of 9 October was preparing for the She Podcast Live. And they're funny and they're, um, they're, they're, they have great conversations, but they also share news about podcasting and what's what's you know leading edge coming out news. Yeah, and in, and it's not necessarily she podcasts. I mean, they talk Is about podcasting comment? in general. Pardon me. There's a comment. Let's see what we got here. It's Nikki Sargent. Mm -hmm. Hi, Shelley and Toby. I was a virtual attendee. I'm in the UK, and it was incredible. She says. Let's go post that. Yeah. So, uh, Nikki, as as we mentioned, if you couldn't be there live, including if the fact that it was that you were in the UK, you could attend uh, virtually. And I don't know how many they uh, they were in it were virtual attendees. Uh, how many people were there altogether live? Do you think? You Did know, you I don't know. I know there was about a thousand people on the app, but I think maybe. 600 were there live yeah yeah we're going to show you one yeah. of the uh, events that we attended we're also going to show you um the app a little bit when we talk about the agenda nikki uh thanks for letting us know you were there and i think you've reached out to shelly so that yeah. you can be on one of our shows we'll make sure we get back to you and That's right. pick a date for you uh here in the near future so we look forward to that conversation with uh with nikki so uh, this is uh, what I want to talk about. They had a very compre comprehensive uh, agenda with several tracks. You really had to kind of pick and choose. But what was really cool is they used this app called Whova, W-H-O-O-V-A. No, just one O. One O? One O. W-H-O-V-A. It's on the screen. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And That's how you spell it. W-H-O-V-A. Okay. Whoa. And uh, and you could get to it on your desktop or uh, you could download the app. And it was cool because it had everything that you needed to know, including DMing other attendees, uh, posting uh, uh, information, posting photos, 
uh, posting videos that you could use, but it was a very comprehensive agenda. So you had to pick and choose, decide uh, which uh, you wanted to go. And I'll talk more about that in just a minute. But Shelly was, Shelly was on the ball when it came to the agenda. Yeah, and that it was an it was also a way to meet people before the conference, keep in touch with them during the conference, and then even schedule things after the conference uh, online to get together, uh, and just have those discussions that maybe you didn't get to finish during the conference. Um, you there's there was a, there's a lot of great information on there. There's games and and contests and. Uh, just all kinds of great stuff going on with the Whova app. Well, I don't know if you can see uh, across the bottom. It has home, agenda, attendees, community, and messages. Looks like I still have two messages that I have to respond to. So, <laughs> And then uh, up here you can see this is the full agenda. This was the one that started on Friday. And then you could take and break it down into the events that uh, you wanted to attend. And uh, before we got there, and I'll show you that in just a minute, uh, what we did with our planning document. Uh, but it was very well organized. It was one of the best organized uh, events that uh, I had been into uh, to in a long time. Now, I have to admit, I haven't been to an event in a long time just because of the combination of the fact that I'm retired and uh, the fact that we were dealing with a pandemic. But what was exciting for me is that it kind of made me miss these kinds of conferences and events. So I'm going to make sure that we plan more of these for ourselves, podcasting, live streaming, YouTubing, whatever it is, so that we can get there and uh, participate and then kind of do our little thing, which we're going to talk about in just a bit. So uh, this was one of the presentations. Now, I, I, started. I, sh talking? I shot a video uh, during the time that we were talking. Oh, there's audio. There is audio. I don't think you can adjust the audio. Can I adjust it? There we go. Hang on. So let me turn the audio. So this was one of the uh, early morning meetings. And uh, this, these were the, uh, they were interviewing, live interviewing the something sisters. I forgot. Satellite that. sisters. Satellite sisters. That was Saturday morning. And they started podcasting in 2002. And then they went to radio. And now they're on Sirius X. Uh, they XM. were. They had shows even before that on, on radio. Yeah, in the yeah. In the nineties. So the uh, so uh, they're long timers. I mean, they've been doing mm -hmm. this and still are, are doing it. And it's a talk show uh, format. Uh, again, it's hosted they're actual by them. sisters. So yeah, and, and they started off with five sisters um, on their show, and now so, they're like uh, three of them are still doing it. Still doing it. Yeah. Two of them came to the conference. So that was the ballroom. That's where the biggest room was. And they gave us lots of room to spread out if you wanted. You could wear a mask if you wanted. Yeah, that was a, a choice. But it was uh, very cool in that you did have that kind of option. And um, you could handle it however you wanted to. And as you can see, I don't. Uh, I'm in the shot only because I'm making this video. Uh, but there was no other men uh, in any of the presentations. What The few men that were there besides me were uh, part of the trade show. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was very active. They always, uh, they have the presentation and then they'd open up everything to Q&A. And I think that was the best part of it because you got a sense of what people were thinking about when they would ask uh, their questions. Anything else you wanted to add to that? Uh, well, the Satellite Sisters were very informative. It was great to hear about their journey from, you know, over the 90s and the early 2000s up through uh, today. It was great to hear about that 
that evolution of their of their programming and some of the things that they had learned along the way. Um, and uh, before they came out, um, Elsie gave a talk about uh, something that was uh, important and uh, basically talked about don't measure your success by one metric, uh, meaning don't look at your downloads and say, you know, that makes that number makes me a success or means I'm not doing well, because uh, that tends to push us to want to quit when it isn't the number we were hoping for. Uh, we have to realize that we also affect the lives of many people, uh, even just podcasting, even just showing up, even if you know, one to 10 people show up and listen, then you are affecting those lives. And then maybe they have a better life because of something that you shared. So it, you know, we have to gauge our success on what is your why? Why do you want to be podcasting? Why is it important to you? Are you effectively uh, having that impact that you wanted to have? And if so, even if it's only on a couple of people, then keep at it, right? Um, keep doing what you're doing and the message will spread. And I think the bottom line is if you get hung up on downloads, you can get very discouraged and, uh, and uh, depressed real quickly. So we don't focus on it. Uh, we don't focus on views. We focus on our why, what we're trying to accomplish. You know, I forgot to point out that we did get a goodie bag with lots of different things in it, including gum and candy. Uh, I think you have a picture of us in the exhibitor area, right? Oh, you're going to... I'm going to talk about the goodie bag. Okay. Right. So we did get... what are they, they Sponsors. Yeah. yeah hmm? By the sponsors. They don't, they don't call them goodie bags. What do they call them? Swag. Swag bags. Uh, but one of the cool things in the swag bags was a Sennheiser headset. It's their HD 25. Well, we got the VIP tickets. So the VIPs were got did, these. We got these? Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't think everybody did. So the HD uh, 25 uh, Sennheiser headset, which was really cool mm -hmm. because I could use it when we were doing interviews. I had taken a set of earbuds, but this was cool because I had it. The other cool thing that I got that we got was this podcast journal, how to idea to launch in 50 days. Uh, and it is written and designed by John Lee Dumas. And it's kind of a cool little book because it walks you through the process of uh, starting your own podcast. Now, he does it in 50 days. And I guess that's the rational way to do it. We do it the irrational way of a week, right? Got to do it in five days, man. Five days, man. Get her done. Five days, but it's a uh, if you're looking for some something to help you with your first po first podcast and you don't have a live coach, uh, then take a look at the podcast journal by John Lee Dumas. So, and and he's I think I said this he he's well known and well regarded in the uh, podcast community. He mm -hmm. does a lot of this, and he is uh, a trainer and uh, a coach. That's right. So um, um, it just started again. Next. There we go. <laughs> so there was a trade show and exhibit hall. Uh, it was not as big as, say, the National Broadcasters Association exhibit, but it was kind of neat because it had all the things um, that were related to podcasting, including a lot of the big platforms. So, Shelly? Oh, and... I wish we would have gone in there more often, uh, but we were so busy. But we did get to talk to Advertise Cast um, and, of course, Podcaster Libsyn and Pear. They were at the front, uh, so we definitely talked to them. We talked to Podetize, um, 
and blueberry, of course. Um, got my got my little tchotchke from blueberry. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they had part of the app uh, allowed us to um, enter the booth virtually and sign up for uh, different prizes and things. So even those who were attending virtually could interact with the exhibitors and um, get further information and get on their email list, uh, receive, you know, um, whatever they needed from the exhibitor. As, as you can see, I'm talking to the Blueberry people there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. What and, did you get from them? You got a bunch of stuff from them, didn't you? Well, in the next picture, you'll see. I think it's the next picture. Or did you? No. Nope. It's back. Um, and yeah, from Blueberry, I spun the wheel. And <laughs> at first I said, can I get a mug? And they said, and I said, oh, I want to spin the wheel. And then I spun the wheel and I got a squishy ball. And they said, oh, the squishy ball goes in the mug. And then they handed me that <laughs> so that I got both. And then they asked if I wanted a T-shirt which I wore yesterday uh, and it's so cool. And you'll see it probably in a future show. It says uh -huh. no sleep till podcast. Uh -huh. And uh, it's, it's uh, really cool. I really enjoy all these great t-shirts that I get to wear now that, you know, identify me as a podcaster, podcaster. and, you know, it's kind of validating to have that. Um, so the folks in the trade show booths were uh, very, very considerate. Um, they would answer all your questions. They didn't pressure you to do anything. There were no sign this list so we can put you on your email. Uh, we it, did interview a woman from AdvertiseCast and and the woman from Libsyn as and, well. And so, we're going to talk about those when yeah. we get to the interviews. So, mm -hmm. um, And we played bingo. We played bingo and we won prizes. <laughs> I went up, as you can see, I'm holding it up there in the picture. It's a box of uh, candy that's uh, cherry cordials with whiskey, Kentucky whiskey, uh, Maker's Mark whiskey, and uh, that small bottle of Maker's Mark as well. Um, I won that for playing bingo during uh, Laura Ivy's. Um, she did the closing keynote on Friday, and uh, they did the game that day. So we both played. And the game was a digital bingo card that was part of the Whova app. And the instead of numbers, what you had to do was pick up on things that she said as part of her presentation. So if she used the phrase, well, in, uh, you know, podcasting has grown 6% in the last uh, 12 months. And that 6% was on the bingo card. And Shelly, I think, was the second winner. And the first couple of winners won what Shelly did, the candy and the Maker's Mark, which is from Bourbon actually Barrel, uh, the Bourbon Barrel podcast. And we also interviewed her. We interviewed her. Um, and uh, Shelly won the second one. And then uh, I had a, the bingo right after that. And the third prize was that, you know, $300 podcast microphone, which which I wanted from to bring sure, it in which from was sure. another one of the sponsors. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we had a good time at the bingo and won a couple of prizes. And uh, I was, I told the, uh, Laura, the woman who was there at the Shure booth and was doing the giveaway. I don't remember, uh, the last time I won anything. Shelly will tell you, I'm always complaining that Shelly wins a lot. And, and two of my daughters were like that. They just win whatever they do. Uh, I'm not a winner. I don't do I, well, that's that. I don't mean it that way. That sounds de de self-deprecating. I don't win things like this. Uh, plus, I don't I remember can't the say last that time. Anymore. I guess I can. 
uh, not anymore because I won this. That's right. Yeah. Pretty and awesome. That's a, and that's a pretty good prize, you know. Yeah, it's an excellent prize. Yeah. Yeah. So. And um, and uh, I can't remember the last time I played bingo. I had to be a kid when we used to go with my grandma to the Catholic, the bingos at the Catholic church. So, but it was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun winning. So, um, as you well know, Shelly and I are very much into planning. This was an expensive trip um, uh, between the travel, the hotel, and the cost of the VIP tickets. And we wanted to get as much out of it as we can. So we set a goal, and our goal was to conduct, uh, to, to collect content, right? That's the, the idea. And there's a couple of ways you can collect content in these kinds of situations. One way is to do a documentary style where you shoot a lot of video, you come back, come back and, and create a video. But we, we, re, we felt like that didn't have the legs that we wanted to have. So what we decided to do instead was uh, interview at least 10 of the attendees and come back with those interviews. We're going to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to do uh, with that. But in order to make sure that happened, we went through a planning process and created this planning notebook, which I have right there. And the planning notebook uh, included uh, Shelly going th in, through the agenda in detail and preparing an agenda. She also knew that there were several people that we wanted to interview, so she collected their uh, biographies. And that was convenient because the biographies were actually part of the Whova app. You had to post your, your name, your image, your business, and then a short bio. Um, then we made up some questions. Uh, Shelly made up some questions uh, that we wanted to ask. And Shelly knows our strategy for, um, since she learned interviewing from me a long time ago, she knows the strategy for uh, questions. And then um, I kept track. We had to have some forms along the way. One of the forms was an interview list, one was a subject information form, and one was a talent release. So we not only went in with a plan, we went in with a goal, and we made sure that we documented everything that happened along the way. And if you attend one of these events and you're a content creator, um, I would almost suggest you take a look at it from the perspective of what can I accomplish when I'm there now? One of the, and I'll, well, let me talk about the agenda first. So I'm going to let Shelly talk about this because she created the agenda for us. Well, I had to keep a close eye on it because things were changing. Uh, they, okay. When they added the virtual component, some of the, and some of the people who were speakers uh, decided that they were not going to be able to attend in person. They assigned them to be in a virtual speaker so they could speak uh, from their home and, uh, they would broadcast that to the people online who, so they actually started some of those talks uh, Thursday morning while we were driving. And, uh, but what I did was I created our agenda so that I could share it with Toby and my husband, Kevin, because as you can see, we have, you know, I listed who we had interviews with and then Kevin brings in dinner. So Kevin could keep an eye That's on that for us. Right and, and, um, say, okay, you guys need dinner at 5.30 or 6 or what time? And so he could bring us dinner. And uh, then then he also knew where I was at any given point so that he, 
you know, he could say, okay, well, I have two hours to go to the pool or whatever it was he wanted to do. And uh, so we we had this that we shared, the three of us shared. And so we knew where everybody, where everybody was, was and yeah. when we were supposed to be doing something. And there were occasions where I wanted to go to one talk and I, and Toby would go to a different talk because there were two really good talks for us. And so we spread ourselves out and other times where we went to the same talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she did an outstanding job of organizing it. One of the benefits and byproducts of having purchased the VIP ticket was uh, they recorded all of these presentations. So even if we didn't attend live, we can always go back to those presentations that they recorded and take a look at them then. And because the um, effort to get interviews went from 10 to suddenly a whole bunch of people, uh, <laughs> our, our agenda, our, our, tra our conference agenda uh, basically just got lost. And we just ended up spending a lot of time in interviews, as you'll see in just a, a moment. But uh, the, again, the benefit of having that VIP ticket uh, enables us to go back and take a look at um, at uh, at those the ones that we weren't able to attend or unable to attend. So, Shelley, I wanted to read the biographic sketch at the beginning of each um, podcast interview that we did. So I grabbed them off of the Hoover app. If they didn't have much on the Hoover app, a lot of times they had a website that I could go to and and get information from. So I got that prepared in advance for the ones that we had scheduled on the Hoover out before we went to the conference. Uh, so we had, uh, I think six or seven scheduled before we even left town. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so that helped us to, to hit our goal. Yeah. We, we put a posting on the Hoover app saying, and, and I posted a picture of our field recording kit. And basically we used those opportunities to say to people when we get there, we want to interview some of the attendees. And if you're interested, let us know. And Shelley started collecting those right away, getting back to them, uh, setting an appointment uh, for them. And I'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about how we did each one of those. But by the time we get the, got there, we had I don't, five or six, right, already booked. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, then um, we had, uh, uh, again, I'll show you. Did I post a picture of the rack card? I don't think I did. No. So we had so, a, but so we had a handout. I got some in my bag. I think. Do you want me to get it? There's, there's. I, I put them on the table, the kitchen table, because I took a picture of them. Oh, you want to get? Want me to get one off the table? So while Shelly is doing that, I'm going to go on to the next thing. So, um, Shelly, because Shelly was conducting the interviews, uh, I thought it was important that she write the first batch of questions and kind of our rule is at least 10 questions that enable the listener uh, to tell a story and they're open-ended questions. You'll see all Shelley's questions um, uh, begin with who, what, where, when, and how. And occasionally we use why. And uh, we avoid using why because why can be confrontational depending on the situation you're in. Assumptive. Uh, it, assumptive, yeah. Oops, I'm not even saying that. I went back here. I don't know how I went back. But in the case of the why that I asked, it, 
we assumed that they thought that podcasting for women was important because they they were there. Right. Uh, so she did a real good um, job of preparing an opening, which consisted of the biographic sketch that she had uh, uh, downloaded from the Whova app, a closing, and then had a list of alternative questions uh, to to uh, in case there was more information that we required. In addition to that, we found out that because we weren't interviewing during during the process, we ended up interviewing people that weren't podcasters, but it was important to get their perspective. So we uh, winged it. And uh, what my responsibility was at that point as producers was to make sure that Shelley had a set of questions that would work for these individuals. And these were the set of questions we eventually got asked uh, Elsie we asked both Jess and Elsie if they'd like to allow us to interview them. And eventually only Elsie had the time, but that's a different set of questions that you ask uh, anyone uh, who's an organizer to the event as opposed to now she is also a podcaster, but we wanted her perspective as an organizer. So that required an additional set of questions that Shelley just was amazing at implementing them, even if it was in my handwriting, honestly, my handwriting, even though I print, isn't always the best. But I wanted to show you these. I, again, I thought I had a, um, a, I thought I had put a photo in there. What we created was this rack card sized. And on the front, it asked uh, the individual, we actually shot that picture at the, uh, that photograph at the Tamiya Resort where Shelly and I go. Tamiya. Tamiya Resort shelly and i go for our friday uh, afternoon planning meetings and uh, and we found a place where we wanted to shoot it and there was a young woman who was there uh who was had been scheduled to be a photographer for a wedding that was taking place and the wedding was taking place at the the following day at the tamia so i asked her if she would just sit in and she was very helpful and uh, and joined in but we used these to hand out and let people know that we wanted them to be Shelly's guest uh, on the interview. And then on the back, we had some more information and a place where they could make their appointments. So uh, I made 500 of those things, which is we'll we have. We can a, still use them. We, we, we tried to make them neutral. So we're going to, yeah. we, we can use them in other events as well. It was just funny because I thought, well, we're going to need a bunch of these. So I ordered a batch of 250 and then I, towards the, as we neared the event, I ordered, uh, ordered more, more <laughs> 250 more. So we'll be eating rack cards here for the next couple of weeks as the, uh, as the supply shortages increase. So, so questions were already, and then we went from that and I wanted to collect a list of information, uh, and and this is in my handwriting, and it's turning into a spreadsheet now. But I numbered each of the interviews. I made sure I had the file name associated with it, the time, the date, the subject's name, the podcast, and then I had notes that I made over here, and I pre-printed those uh, blank forms uh, and put them in the binder so I could collect that information as we went along the way, and gratefully. Uh, at the end, the list matched with a number of subject information seats with a number of talent releases. But again, that was all part of our planning in the sense that we wanted to get back and make sure uh, that we uh, accomplished uh, our goal and made sure we had all the information associated with that. So Shelly wasn't much involved in this part because I was doing all of this. This was kind of a process that I went through 
uh, and I asked the subject, I, I gave them a form and asked them to uh, give us their, you know, name and contact information as well as their podcast name and any links that they might want us to include uh, in the um, in the show notes for the podcast as we uh, published it. And down here, I just use this for my own notes while Shelly was talking to them. I was making notes and occasionally we'd have an edit. So uh, at one point, uh, Adrian needed to take a drink. Her, her throat was getting dry and she needed to take a drink. So I made a note that at, you know, 1922, there's an edit that I have to do, go to and take that out. So, um, and I got, I, I, the other thing that I was doing is as Shelly was interviewing, um, I was, I'd be, I'd think of a question and I'd hand it over to her in a note. I'm going to try to figure out how to do that better the next time. But again, Shelly was really good in, um, it was fine. in doing the interviews. Yeah. She was <laughs> very flexible. Why? Except for the one time I was like, this just in. Tony oh. wants to know what kind of equipment do you use or what, whatever the tools you I use for editing. Was, yeah. Oh, when we were talking, that was another one. We got a woman who a uh, podcaster, but she's also a professional podcast editor. And uh, there were some questions and we, I think we wrote a, did we write a special set of questions for her? No, or you because just she's also it? a podcast. Yeah. But there were some things that I wanted to know from her. So I popped the questions over. Shelly would would handle it with uh, with grace. So a plum. And a plum. <laughs> uh, and then finally, of course, uh, as we recommend for everyone, you have a talent release, letting mm -hmm. them know that what you're going to be doing with the material that you're collecting, the content that you're collecting. So there's no surprises for them. And of course, it was nice that they're all podcasters. So they're all expecting this anyway. So yeah. there was no question about yeah. it. Yeah. So this is our standard a talent release for either a live stream or a podcast and uh, they all signed it and we didn't had they not signed it we would have likely not conducted the interview uh, because we know from experience that if you don't have that talent release you always get that before you do the interview yeah yeah do it it's before um and the other thing is uh if you do if, if anyone is hesitant about signing the talent release it's always uh, in their head about whether or not you're going to treat them fairly because a lot of them, a lot of us have been burned once signing a talent release and then finding out that they used the material in a negative way. We have actually added a paragraph down here that, that says what we're going to do with the content. And uh, we also include a subparagraph that says the producer will present the interview and subject matter in the best possible and most positive way in order to add to the interviewee's brand and reputation with their audience. And if there's any question, if they have any concerns, and one of them did, we didn't get a lot of it, but we did have one, uh, are, is any of, uh, is this, are you going to, add commentary to this. And what they mean by that is, are you going to listen to me talk? And then you're going to add some negative comment to it. And I said, we don't do that. That's, that's part of why that last paragraph is in there. That's right. So, I mean, I, if, if that's something that, that people do, it's, it's not something I've ever experienced, but obviously they have experienced it or they wouldn't have asked the question. Um, but I would, I would say to everybody, don't do that. It's uh, going to harm your own reputation and people will not want to guest on your show anymore. So don't do that. <laughs> and don't not get 
a talent release before you start the interview, whether it's audio recorded or, and or video recorded. Get the talent release first and make sure you don't walk out of that room without a talent release because it will eventually and in the long run cause you problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, the interviews were conducted. So there were uh, several kinds of suites at the uh, hotel that we were at. We were at the Scottsdale Plaza Resort. Uh, and conference center, and they provided a number of suites. Some of them were just your hotel suites with beds and, you know, TVs and places to put your uh, luggage. Um, I paid a little bit extra, and I got one of the suites with a kitchen and a living room, and it was really a lot of space, wasn't it? It was like a little casita. Yeah, yeah. One-bedroom apartment, basically. And it was out of the way, and it was towards the back of the property, so it was very quiet. So we would invite people there, and they had golf carts. They had these uh, golf carts that went around the uh, property, so they could just jump, uh, jump in a golf cart, uh, give them the suite number and they would bring them directly to us and then they could call them to pick them up and take them back to the lobby but we used the kitchen for the interviews and it was very convenient because i could put shelly on one side of the table i think this has a little bit of there so mm -hmm. this is um teresa teresa yunkin mm -hmm. And uh, she has her own uh, podcast, or was she in between podcasts? Is that why we had her? Uh, and as you can see, my equipment's on the back. You can barely see it here. We we took the PodTrack P4. We took the headsets. And um, I got to tell you, I spent the month before this testing out various microphones uh, to go along with this. And I tested four or five of them and I wasn't happy with any of them. You know, we use these here and we use these because they're very directional. They pick up their design. These headsets are actually designed. They're made by Audio Technica. They're called the BPHS ones. There is a two out right now, which has an even better microphone. Um, but it has a great microphone on it. And if I were to uncover it, I couldn't do that now without making a lot of noise. It actually has some mics some attenuation mics on the outside here. Yeah, so it, if it does, let me, let me show this right. Let me do this with a full screen. Let's see what it is. Hold on. Let me show you. So as you can see, the, these little tiny, these are microphones right here. And the purpose of those microphones is to take any outside noise coming into the microphone and attenuate it knock it down. And so, uh, like I said, they're made for sports broadcasters. So uh, we thought, let's go with it. Shelly expressed that rightly so the concern about, are they going to be comfortable putting the headset on? And I, 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 I told her that I hoped not, but I didn't know for certain. I hope they would be comfortable. Yeah. Hope they would be comfortable. Because they're podcasters for the most part. Uh, and they're, all fairly familiar with uh, podcasting equipment and microphones and headsets and wearing wearing them, yeah. um, using using them to get the best sound available. Yeah, and and eventually, as a podcaster, if you want to improve the quality, you're going to have a microphone. It may not be this microphone, but you're going to have a microphone, and you want to hear what's going on, so you're going to wear a headset. Now, a, a lot of podcasters will start with earbuds and the microphone that's on your phone thing because you can do that. Uh, and as a matter of fact, in our class, we don't recommend that. We say if you have to start there, fine, but get real, get yourself a good headset, get yourself a good microphone. And we have one that we recommend that's 
far less expensive than this, uh, the Audio One M71, which has headset and microphone uh, with it. Uh, but they 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 didn't seem to be at all no, bothered. I'm, I don't think anybody you mentioned would, it. You know, you had the little ear covers and you sanitized it after each yeah. person had it. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And as you can see in the picture, I took advantage of those Sennheiser headphones uh, right away, and I had them <laughs> plugged into my pod track so that we can see them. So. That's right. So how do you how did you feel about you know uh, we were, we were going to do at least ten interviews that's what we wanted, uh, but you spent all your time in the interviews and and as a result we ended up doing a lot more. Mm -hmm. How were you feeling about the interviews and what we were presenting, what we were asking? Well, um, you want to go back to full screen. Yeah. One of one of the things that uh, I've had to learn to do, and it's not always easy for me because it doesn't fit in with my personality, is especially when I worked really hard on the agenda for several weeks in advance, and then I made those appointments, and then, um, you know, we had the agenda, we went there, and then we kept adding and adding and more, and then we'd hand out cards and say, if you, if you meet somebody or know somebody who wants to interview, you know, just let them uh, call this number and we'll add them on. And so we kept adding and adding. And so we got really, really busy with interviews. And I had an agenda full of talks we were going to go to that we didn't get to go to. But I had to, you know, satisfy myself by saying we are going to get the videos of those talks. Mm -hmm. and we can watch them later. And this is an important use of our time. We're here live now. These people are here live now. We need to uh, get this these interviews done so that we have the content for the, for the next year, basically. Um, and, and we can then, you know, keep in contact with these people, have them back on, talk more with them and have them, you know, uh, uh, recommend other people that we can talk to. So it's, it was an ideal way to grow our podcast over one weekend, uh, it's going to affect our next year mm -hmm. of yeah. growth. And it was important. It was our top priority was to get those interviews. So adding them into the agenda was a little bit, you know, a bit of a struggle for me. But once we were there, sat down doing those interviews, then I enjoyed the process of talking to everybody and getting to know their story and, um, you know, bringing that out in them. Uh, and I think as we went along, I got better and better, which is why I'm glad that we did LC last, because by that time I had the experience of, you know, having done 17 other interviews. So I was, I was more prepared, ready, mm -hmm. uh, you know, had practiced and rehearsed a lot to get to that point. So I felt uh, stronger as an interviewer at that point. Um, well, you're a pretty yeah. strong interviewer to begin with. I we mean, did get to go to some talks, the uh, you know, and the ones that we didn't get to see, we'll get to see on video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was happy with the ones that I attended. I felt that the ones that I did finally get to attend uh, provided were informative, and they were kind of what I would have wanted to. And hear. it did try to go to the talks of the people who we interviewed, who right. were speakers. That's right. So, like Molly Ruland, we uh, and, I went and, to her uh, talk, and Laura Ivy. And who Laura, was the we Laura? Went to her talk. Is with it. We're going to talk about her in just a minute. So we and I went to the uh, panel that two of our speak, or two of the people we interviewed, um, Jen McFarland and uh, Melanie Hirshhorn, were both on that panel. I went to that panel. And what was that topic? That was uh, marketing tools. Oh, that's right. 
So anyway, we went out of our way to make sure we were set up in a good place. The only bad thing about this particular uh, this particular facility is the kitchen was opposite the living room, which was just huge. And of course, it had no sound deadening on the wall. So there was a bit of an echo. I'm going to run it through Isotope to edit uh, some of it. I'm not going to get rid of all of it. But again, these are field recordings, not studio recordings. And they will be presented as such. Uh, but we were very comfortable with the final product, the final product that we got. And the folks, of course, won't be able to hear them until we actually release the podcast. Uh, but I think they'll be happy with the result. And and I got to say, you know, 70% of the quality related to that field recording is this headset. And, and so every time I use them, and I've been using them since, I don't know, 2014, I just love them more. Uh, because they're just that good. Mm -hmm. Expensive. Well, not expensive. They're 200 bucks. We have four of them. Um, but I wouldn't have, you know, I don't mind you know, we that. Tried the, we tried lavaliers. We tried even. We tried some really expensive. High quality, expensive. $250 lavaliers. And there was a hiss or a hum or just it wasn't the same. Yeah. So it wasn't the same quality. We decided to go uh, with this, even though we were concerned about whether or not they'd, you know, they would. But I, I didn't get it. I didn't get anybody to complain. I didn't hear. No one said, oh, I don't like wearing headsets. Nobody. Because <laughs> they're podcasters. Because they're podcasters. Yeah. So, so uh, next slide. So uh, this was, oops, let's go back here. So this was our interview schedule, and on Thursday, uh, Shelley had already scheduled, uh, and this was, the, the, the event didn't start until Thursday night with a garden party. Uh, so Shelley was scheduling this. We checked in. We actually uh, asked the hotel to let us check in early so I could set up the room so that we could start doing these mm -hmm. interviews. Yeah, we checked in about, we got in and checked in about 2.30. And our first interview was at 3.30 with Cheryl Robinson. And she uh, has a podcast, Hearts of Gold, I believe it's called, Hearts of Gold. And she uh, interviews girls in the Girl Scouts who are have earned their gold award. And she uh, learns more about their story and, and what they did to earn their gold award. For those of you who are not familiar with the gold award for Girl Scouts, it's similar to the Eagle Scout for the Boy, Boy Scouts. Um, it's a community service project and they put a lot of time and effort into completing it before they can earn that gold award. So she has two pod podcasts, Hearts of Gold, and which is about uh, her relations from the Gold Award Girl Scouts, and then Sensory Strides, which is personal reflections, softness, good books, podcasts, and the like. So it's a kind of just personal stuff. Yeah. So she has to. Cheryl was uh, a volunteer. She was a speaker, and uh, she very often would go around and introduce uh, speakers, help them get set up in their rooms. So she was, she was just, she was like one of the, uh, you know, people who puts people. on. Yeah, yeah. very supportive. Yeah. Uh, she volunteered, and she was at a lot of the. Uh, events doing things supportive things to, to uh, and, help and, everything go smoothly and a good percentage of these folks had been to the uh she podcasts 2019 event mm -hmm. uh in atlanta they didn't have they had planned to uh 2020 but didn't get to it because of the pandemic so this is uh this is the latest one so 
These are the Audio Technica headsets, Nikki. So uh, Nikki says um, these are Audio Technica BPHS one, uh, and I'll show you where on Amazon you can get them. I'll, I'll share my screen with you in just a minute. We'll show you that. All right. But uh, again, I, honestly, I can't say enough positive things about them. Um. So this was Thursday before mm -hmm. the event actually started. These were all, you scheduled all of these. Through the Whova app. Right, through mm -hmm. the Whova app and yeah. beforehand. Uh, and they were great interviews. Each one had a different kind of podcast. Uh, each one was very conversational. I mean, they loved what, what we discovered. We, you know, we were kind of worried how far can the list of questions go? 15. We were shooting for 20 minutes, and I don't think there were any that were un tw under 20 minutes. And I think the longest one went 36, 38 minutes. So, but we're going to play them all. The edits are not going to be edits to take material out. Right. So second day. Friday. Uh, this is Laura Ivey. She is uh, director of research at Edison, Edison research. research. She uh, was also a keynote speaker and she's the one that was generous enough to share her talk with uh, the bingo game. So she kept getting interrupted with people shouting out bingo, uh, which <laughs> she has a lot of patience. <laughs> well, she, she had to suffer two things. Number one, she was the last presentation on Friday. Of, of the day. So yeah. at five o'clock, she's presenting at five o'clock. And then she volunteered to do the bingo game. And I think she'll probably, the next time she gets asked to do that, she'll say no, because <laughs> she's trying to present research. It's not just a, but you know, uh, she's, she's, she was a real uh, trooper. Yeah, she yeah, she was. smiled through the whole thing. And her research was great. And uh, I, I, they, they do, she said there is a link on the Edison Research website where you can download the presentation. So we'll eventually do that because mm -hmm. there's a lot of good information on uh, podcasting as a community and a market. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, that's interesting. So Nikki says that Cheryl was even fantastic with the virtual attendees, a very big presence with us. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 She was a great volunteer. Uh, she was really helping everything go smoothly. So, so big shout so, out for Cheryl. So talk about Friday a little bit. Let me go to the, our Amazon store so I can get those. Well, of course we spoke, spoke with Laura Ivy uh, from Edison research, and I was excited to get to talk with her because we have used that research to, uh, to share with our audience about why you should be podcasting and that, that research has supports our arguments that, you know, there's great, growth going on in podcasting right now. So it's a really good place to be. Melanie Hershorn, I actually met through a um, an online mastermind that was sponsored by Exhibit. Um, DJ Heckis, one of our clients, uh, put that on back in August and Melanie was one of the speakers and she talked about email, using email for your marketing. And that's uh, the the panel that she was on. She talked more about that. Jennifer Longworth is the woman that provided uh, the the prize that I won at Bingo, the uh, Maker's Mark and the Kentucky Bourbon uh, chocolates. And uh, she talked about her experience. Several of these women started off in radio, which I found interesting uh, that they went from radio to podcasting. Uh, they 
usually some a lot of them had got laid off or lost their job in some way from radio and they still wanted to continue to do that type of work so they started their own podcast and then we have uh, Adrian Vandervalk and uh, Toby had talked to her brought her on uh, that day I think uh, handed her a card and said you know come interview with us and scheduled her uh, on Friday so what are you doing I'm getting this link <laughs> so I'll, I'll come oh, back okay. to it in just a minute Alrighty. Um, so interview on Saturdays, you can see it got busy because what was happening is we were handing out the rack card to each of the people that we interviewed mm -hmm. and, um, and suggesting to them, if there's anybody that you know, who might like to get interview, uh, please let us know and uh, we'll interview them. So they were taking back, they talked to a friend of theirs, a friend of theirs, uh, and kind of promote what we were doing. And so on Friday, it got, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, it got really busy. There's a woman named Karen Yankovic. She uh, sponsored a breakfast um, Sunday morning, and she brought a whole group of ladies with her. Uh, she has a membership group where they learn how to effectively use LinkedIn and uh, PR to grow their online presence. So she brought this group of ladies to the podcasting conference, and we actually interviewed a couple of the ladies from that group, and it was their first time doing an interview. Uh, it's kind of interesting because it, it made me think, you know, um, when we teach, when we coach people very often, and I'd say almost always, it's about the things that we needed to learn or we're still learning, we're still working on, is the things that we help others with. And in the same way, I felt like podcasters like to be interviewed, right? They're always interviewing other people and they don't get to be interviewed very often unless they're reaching out. But uh, once they have done an interview, then they realize how much they enjoy it and then they start reaching out more often. I was surprised at the number of people who Shelly interviewed who said, this is the first time I've ever been interviewed. But because, they were very excited to be there. But they were very excited to be there. So uh, Molly Ruland on here, um, it was really funny because she mentioned, A, that she worked uh, for most of her career in Washington, D.C., high-tech industry, uh, consulting, and she eventually retired to Costa Rica. <laughs> oh, we have so much in common, except I didn't get to Costa Rica. But we had a great conversation with her, and it was fun because when she got there, by the time she got to it, uh, she had already had a couple of cocktails, and she was just uh, just ready to talk and did. That was one of the longer interviews. But it was fun because she was funny and honest and just didn't hold back on her thinking and opinions. And it's one of the one of the two uh, better interviews that we conducted. Not not better than all the rest, but it, it was a, a little bit longer and a, a little bit more fun. And um, it was she was just fun to uh, yeah. talk to. And I went to her talk earlier in the day. So I had learned about her through her talk. And then I had that uh, to, to, you know, as preparation for our interview. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. a lot of fun. So I think we still had uh, two more to do on Sunday, Holly Katz. Uh, Holly is a uh, stylist and she styles not Elsie, but Jessica. Is that right? Mm -hmm. She picks all her clothes for mm -hmm. her. 
and uh, and styles for her. But she that's how she makes a living. She styles everything from, you know, your home interior to what you're wearing to what you're driving, honestly. Uh, that is so it fits with your brand, if you will. Let's see. Uh, oh, Let's see so Nikki, Nikki says, was there and all of those things. Karen Yankovich is fantastic, and I was one of her virtual attendees. We had pre-work meetings. Karen brought a team with her to coach us, and it helped us so much. Karen is amazing. Wow. She is. I really enjoyed meeting her and uh, people on her team. So uh, there, there seemed to be a lot of interaction. Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of the attendees at this event had attended the 2019 event in Atlanta and had stayed in contact with one another and had implemented various kinds of projects. So there was a lot of collaboration going on. So a lot of the women um, had not only just previous contact, but previous engagement. And what I mean by engagement is they went beyond contact and they collaborated on different efforts from creating content to just uh, as uh, as Karen was doing with Nikki, uh, creating a, you know, kind of a group that uh, would prepare for this event and we'll stick together afterwards. I think there were a lot of, uh, there seemed to be a lot of effort in people engaging in terms of mastermind groups and uh, coaching groups, things like that. There, there was a lot of that uh, happening. And we'll probably leverage into some of that eventually with the work that we did. So this happens to be a picture of Elsie, uh, one of the um, one of the organized founders and organizers. She's the one that uh, is in the Podcasting Hall of Fame. And that was another one of the uh, better interviews. It was uh, about 38 minutes long. Uh, and uh Shelly had we had a custom set of questions for her Shelly implemented them great I don't think I even had to write an additional question uh and Elsie was she was just uh, loving it and she was busy I mean I was kind of afraid that we wouldn't get either one of them because they never they were all they were both non-stop uh and I think that's kind of why we never got to uh Jessica but Elsie showed up you know she made the appointment and um did it on the fly. We, you know, uh, I think I took a picture of her. And when I, after taking the picture of she and Shelly, um, uh, Shelly pitched her, actually. You pitched her, uh, both she and Jessica, yeah. on being interviewed. Yeah. Well, I brought up our mutual friend. <laughs> so. Oh, that's right. That was a good time to do that. Yeah. So she agreed to a specific time and was there on time. And yeah. uh, actually early. I think she, <laughs> uh, she really enjoyed the interview. And you could tell that she was experienced at interviewing, mm. especially on these topics. So mm. it was a completely different yeah, set of- She's uh, been podcasting for a long, 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 long time. time. Yeah. So a uh, big question is, what are we gonna do with those interviews? All right, well, first we uh, will run them through some programs or Toby will run it through some programs to uh, uh, make the audio as, as good as it Clean possibly as can, can be. Yeah, and we'll, take out any um, things like coughs, and uh, yeah, we had a couple of them that had, like Holly had a problem with coughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she kind of got a dry throat. And, and that was part of what I used the uh, subject information forms for. There was a, a box down at the bottom that while the interview was taking place, I could make notes. And if uh, I, I wanted to do as usual, as little editing as possible. So uh, on when we used the PodTrack P4, I assigned part of the sound pad so that uh, sound pad A was the pre-recorded podcast intro and sound, uh, pod, um, uh, pad, sound pad B 
was the pre-recorded podcast outro. Shelly had recorded those. And so it made it real easy to hit that, get Shelly started on the interview. She'd read the biographic sketch and then start with a Q&A. And we'd finish with an outro, uh, uh, episode outro that Shelly did, uh, spoken word. And then we uh, we played the pre-recorded podcast outro. And uh, it went really, really smoothly. And again, our objective was not to have to come back and spend hours with each one of these editing. I'm hoping that editing will average about one hour per because I do have to go back and take out some coughs or some somebody stopped at some point and said, ah, you know what, I don't want to say that that way. Can we go back? And so I would make the note of exactly where it has to be edited. I'll listen to them all. I'll listen to each one of them completely to see if there's any pops or clicks that I, I uh, need to remove. But so the first step is editing and then. And then we will send it up to Descript for transcription, uh, transcribe everything, get it all in text format. And then I'll go through those and uh, edit those. Now, the, the, we're not going to edit, we're not going to edit audio. We're going to make it readable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not going to make the audio or the transcription big edits. Uh, they are what they are. Uh, and they're conversations in real time uh, without any form of planning other than scheduling the events. So that's how we want to play them up. Then what we're going to do is we're going to batch up upload them uh, to our TPALC platform. I don't know. I haven't decided this. We're going to batch upload them uh, to Anchor FM, which is our podcasting platform. And then starting uh, next, I think it's next Wednesday, right? Or is it two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Wednesday, November 3rd, we will start uh, releasing them once a week. And we asked each of them if they would like to join us on our live stream on the week that we release their uh, podcast episode. Mm -hmm. And most of them agreed. Now that's, it's one thing to agree. And then another to figure out whether or not you have a schedule that allows that or enables that. So uh, we'll try our best to get them on the show, have a conversation with them. And if it works, okay. If it doesn't forgive us, we'll have something else. Yeah. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. We might even have to do uh two shows a week or something for a while in order to do it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what are we going to do with all those transcripts? Oh, uh, we're going to compile them into a book and self-publish that onto Amazon and then make that available to everybody. Yeah. So um, this is an, I don't know uh, how many of you have heard or know of a gentleman whose name is Studs Terkel um, who back in the, I think it was in the, late 50s, maybe early 60s, uh, was a, a radio engineer, a broadcast radio engineer. And the Wallensack shipped him a portable um, tape recorder. And it was a tape recorder. And portable in the sense that it was the size of a briefcase uh, and weighed 25 pounds, but it could slip over your shoulder and you could take it out of the field. So he wanted to test it. So he walked outside of his uh, radio broadcasting station in Chicago. Uh, they were downtown in one of the buildings downtown Chicago. And he decided to interview passersby and he picked a topic and he started talking to them. And he realized this was a treasure trove of, con trove of content. So he made the rest of his career conducting these kinds of interviews on various topics. One was on World War II, 
and uh, he interviewed hundreds of people about the war and their experiences, some of whom, you know, were in Europe or uh, the Pacific and some of whom were at home. And then he would compile these, he would edit them and compile them into books. And I think over the long term, I want to say he published 20 of those books over his lifetime. Uh, and I was always fascinated with the work, not only because I love doing interviews, but because he had a a plan for them, right? It wasn't just an interview on a radio show in his case. Uh, and then he went on with life. Uh, he did something with them. And uh, they were always New York uh, Times on uh, bestsellers. Um, and I was he's one of my heroes, along with a couple of Edward R. Murrow and David Douglas Duncan and, and why I ended up in the field uh, that I ended up. It was because of their work. And I think it's because of studs uh, that... Uh, that I ended up loving the interview process and I've done tens of thousands of interviews. Okay. So mission accomplished. Yeah. I made Toby take this picture of me because one of the um, things that we got as VIPs was a free pair of democracy jeans. Uh, and since it's all ladies clothing, I got Toby's pair too. So <laughs> that's what I'm wearing there. Not that I could have fit into them if I had tried. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they had a little con contest too, that you post a picture of you wearing the jeans at the conference. And um, now maybe they don't think I'm at the conference, but I am. This is the front of the casita where uh, Toby's stayed. Sweet was. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, bottom line is we uh, hoped to conduct at least 10 interviews, to leave there with 10 interviews, uh, have a good series and have a good book. Uh, ultimately, we conducted 18 interviews, almost doubling our quota. And uh, it makes for an even, um, uh, an even better uh, pool of content and hopefully we'll make a great book when we publish the uh, transfer, the edited transcripts at those events. So I feel like, yes, we accomplished our mission. Uh, it was worth uh, for us the investment. Now you have to remember, we've always treated these things as mini vacations. Uh, 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 Shelly's husband, Kevin, and my friend come along and uh, we do other things. Now, normally we plan to do other things, but there was just the limitations of the interview. So uh, there was one dinner that I wanted to have at, uh, at one of those Brazilian Fogo de Chao restaurants, and we didn't get to do that. Uh, there was a lot of Kevin picking up food and bringing it into the room. Yeah, but we got to do the 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 last night. We had the little, you know, the tapas or whatever. The oh, at the, at the hotel. Yeah, that was really great. You know what I the fire pit. When I started thinking afterwards, you know what I should have done? I should have gone over to the grocery store, picked up some s'mores, Hershey bars, and <laughs> I don't know if they want you melting things I'm over that there. fire pit. We had a little fire pit, and I could have made us some s'mores, you know, <laughs> some. Uh, so I didn't think about it until afterwards, but uh, I felt like we uh, accomplished and to some extent exceeded our uh, uh, mission by coming back with the 18 interviews, learning a lot, being visible. Uh, we made it a point to engage as many people as we could uh, and found ways to do that, whether it was just sitting in the in the event uh, or in one of the presentations and asking good questions. Um, and so I felt like we did that. And at the same time, without being an obtrusive male, uh, <laughs> because I wanted to make sure I didn't you know, upset anybody uh, 
with that. And I think I accomplished that. I didn't hear anybody complain. At least if they did complain, they didn't tell me. Maybe that's what that was all about. <laughs> well, just a few extra pictures. So there I am wearing my mask. So Shelly had heard that if you want to stand out in one of these events, make sure you put on a piece of clothing. So the first thing that she had was this, I don't know, what is that, a dragon mask? What is it? No, that? it's just a smiley face, winky, kind of a winky smiley face. Oh, okay. Um, like it's chuckling. And then she had a king-sized, I don't want to call it a purse, it was a bag. Just, it was a tote bag. A tote bag, but it was completely rhinestone covered. And I can't tell you how many people would say, oh, let me take your picture. Sequence, in. gold Se sequence. Sequence, right. And then she was wearing hats. She brought all these hats with her. Uh, that she would wear, and it literally worked. People would come up and introduce themselves. Now, we interviewed uh, this lady. Her name Corey. is Corey, and she was one of our interviews. She's uh, uh, on the staff of Libsyn, mm -hmm. and for those of you who may not know, Libsyn is one of the oldest podcast hosts and distributors. They At one time, they go so far back that at one time they were open source, and then they were acquired and turned into a corporation. But when we went by her booth, um, she asked Shelly for, I, and I didn't, I was taking pictures, so I didn't hear the interview. Uh, it's just one question. She asked, why is your voice powerful? Uh, and then I answered, I said, you know, my name is Shelly Carney. Uh, my podcast is Messages and Methods. And my voice is powerful because mm. I set an example for uh, people in an older generation to uh, follow that they can, that they can do this. You know? oh, that was very good. So there was, uh, that reminds me, there was a question that Shelly asked and it was, I don't remember, I guess I could look it up. It was something like, why, why should women, why is important, why is it important for women to participate in podcasting? And I would say of the 16 people that were asked that question, 14 of them said because it, what was the word that they used? Well, it gives you a platform. It gives you a voice. voice. It gives me a voice, right. which I think was People a great get to way. Hear what women uh, are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great way to put it. I mean, that was where they were with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it, that response was, uh, you know, high percentage, uh, uh, high percentage of the responses that said it gives them a voice. So we started focusing on that. What's this about? Oh, this is in the exhibitor hall. Um, so on the app, you can connect with the exhibitor and enter their uh, little, they each had like a little giveaway they were doing that you could enter on the app. And uh, then over here on the right, you see I'm at the blueberry booth and I get to spin the spin the wheel and I won the uh, the squeezy ball. And also they gave me a cup and a t-shirt. So um, they were, they were happy to share all their tchotchkes with me and very, uh, very, very friendly people. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And there's the bag. There's the bag. There's a better picture of the bag and a hat and LED lights. This was the first night event. This Gar was garden the uh, garden party. And, uh, and after, by this time uh, we'd actually, planned on showering and changing clothes. And by this time uh, we had done, I don't know, the first four interviews and all we had time was to kind of Shelly to put on, on her over. stuff and head on over. So we did. And it turned out to be a lot of fun. We got a yeah. cocktail and it uh, took the edge off the night. We were able to get a good night's sleep. That was the other thing that uh, I had 
while I was there, uh, I'm not a great sleeper. Uh, sleep is always a struggle challenge, challenge for me. <laughs> uh, but I had four great nights of sleep while I was there. That's you know, good. Seven, you always sleep well in a good hotel. Yeah, I do. You know, That's really true. Whenever I travel. It's because you're there. I oh, that. you go back because we had a thing on there that you didn't say. So the next She Podcast Live will be in May 2023. Uh, they decided they October was a very difficult month to hold the event. They would rather hold the event in May. So it's not going to happen next year. It won't happen until 2023. That's all. That's a good time. Yeah. So, bottom line. We accomplished quite a bit. Uh, we were very satisfied with uh, the interviews that we conducted and uh, ev the way everything went. Uh, the weather was good. It was a smooth, uh, tr smooth operation. Traveling back and forth, driving was easy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that way we could also take extra things with us. For instance, Friday morning, I did participated in the yoga class that Elsie Escobar led. So I brought my yoga mat because we were driving. We had the room for it. So that was kind of nice to, to be able to do that. And you got a spa day for your birthday. Tell me what's your spa day. Oh, yeah. Then the, uh, the hotel, the resort has a, a day spa. And I... I had my birthday last week, the 10th of October. So I, so I told the men folk, Toby and my husband, Hey, you guys can uh, book me a massage for Sunday. Right. As the conference ends, I can just walk over and get my massage and, and uh, relax. And, and I got the bliss massage, which includes a uh, CBD oil rub down and it's, and they gave me a, a hot towel on the neck and peppermint hair, uh, scalp treatment rub or whatever it was. And so I was super, super uh, mellow for the <laughs> two interviews I did that day. Yeah. I wanted to get mellow too. So I just <laughs> had a cocktail. <laughs> a little maker's mark. So uh, before I go, I want to share this with um, Nikki. Nikki. So Nikki. So here's. I just realized there's a difference. So Nikki, this is the headset, uh, but they've now discontinued the BPHS one at $159 and uh, they're at the BPHS two. This is the newer model and it's 349. And the differences between these options is how you, what connectors you want. We have this connector, which is the Excellent. XLR plus quarter inch uh, phono, which plugs into our roadcaster. But I'm willing to bet that, and the, the last two, I, I ordered two more before going to um, She Podcast Live, and I went to eBay to get them. So let me just see if they have the BPH one. And I, and I paid, uh, normally they're 199 and I paid 159 for two of them. And they were basically open boxes. And when they arrived, they were closed boxes. I mean, they were new. Yeah, they were in brand new condition. So let me see if you can get them off eBay. For the, the BPH one's less expensive than the new BPHS twos. And that's the difference. It's just the updated model. So uh, B, oops, BPHS. So I'm not the only one looking for these. Let's see if there's any out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, there's one. 
So there's mm -hmm. the BPHS1 except for uh, 486. So I, I have a feeling, I don't know what what's this is. One thousand one hundred ninety-nine dollars. One sixty-one. Yeah, one sixty-one. Um, so they're out there, um, unless you want to make the investment in the newer model yeah. at, at three forty-nine. I'm sure some people are selling off the old one because they want the new one. And whatever. eventually, that's what we'll do. We'll buy the, we will buy the BPHS two, and then we'll put these on eBay. Um, and uh, let you guys know when we put them in that dead. Or maybe I'll just kind of let everybody know on our show. And if you want them, I can put them on our Amazon store and you can buy them from there for 150 bucks. So. All right. Okay. Back to full screen. Back to full screen. There you go. <laughs> I hit the right button. Yeah. So yeah, we are uh, happy that we went, had a good time, accomplished our goals, and we're ready for the next step. So what's the next step? Uh, editing and and sharing and growing our audience. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. So we're very uh, glad that those who participated in the interviews uh, agreed to participate and really committed to them. They were great interviews, very informative by people uh, who were very knowledgeable and very experienced in these matters. It was a lot of fun to be with them. What was also interesting with uh, a lot of these folks is their podcasts are very personal. And so you hear a lot about people that are uh, dealing with their own personal struggles in a very positive way. So uh, I'm gonna strongly recommend that as you get the chance and we promote them uh, and tell you where to find them that you take advantage and make sure you watch them. All right? Got another comment. Oh, got to do that quickly. Let's see. That's awesome. Thanks for that. I should be interested in your own one. Okay. I'll make sure, <laughs> Nikki, I will make sure that we stay in touch uh, when we do eventually get the newer ones. All right. Last words. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Sorry, it was such a long episode, but um, yeah. We had uh, fun. We, we hope that it was informational and educational and, and fun for you as well. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>